Star Wars fans and Rule the Galaxy fans, it is Joe in the pilot seat for chapter 188 of the Rule the Galaxy podcast. It's a special show. It's an additional show. Uh, Brent Dykman said people were wanting more content for us. So guess what? We're throwing more content. And we we wanted to do it last night, but things got hectic on the Joe side of things. So we're going to do a little show tonight about the Mandalorian trailer that came out for season three. And to go along with that, we've got a couple of our regular co-hosts and then a special co-host who who started the whole thing off. But we'll just go around the room real quick, introduce everybody first. Remember, you can always follow us at Rule the Galaxy SW on Twitter and Instagram, Rule the Galaxy on Facebook and YouTube. Go to Etsy.com, type in Rule the Galaxy, all one word. Go buy some shirts, hats, everything like that. Laura will take care of you there. Uh, rule, the, rule the Galaxy SW at gmail.com. And Rule the Galaxy podcast on TikTok. That, I think, covers it all. I'm sitting here with a fresh haircut that my daughter just came over and cut my hair. And we're going to go around the room real quick. D-Doc, how are you, brother? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, excited to talk about <clears throat> this uh, trailer, you know. I was expecting there to be some good football before seeing the trailer, but it was very entertaining, I'll say. So I was forced to watch the Cowboys just to get to this point. So I'm I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy yeah. we saw it. I I love that the Cowboys win for my brother. Outside of that, I could care less if the Cowboys ever win another game. But that's <laughs> another story for another time. Alfie, how are you, brother? Doing good. I thought it was a great trailer, and I can't wait to talk about it. Good, good. We're ready to bring the heat. We're ready to go with it here. Hey, last but not least, one of my favorite guys in the whole wide world, and why not? He should be. He's named after me. He is uh, <laughs> part of my genetics. Joseph, Joseph Frank Molinero the fourth. Joey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be back. Uh, as always, whenever I can hop on, uh, I'm very excited that we're less than two months until Mando season three. Uh, I did not make it to the trailer on Monday night. I um, was just so tired and uh, ready to fall asleep that, well, you know, I mean, like, you guys have all been there. Like, yeah, we have the lights off by seven seven fifteen, trying to get little man to go to sleep and everything. So, when it's eight thirty, and we had watched one of the Dateline episodes, I mean, I was just I zonked, so I didn't even make it. Didn't even see it until five thirty this morning when I was up with my little guy. Uh, but still, nonetheless, saw it and uh, very very pumped. Yeah, I think we're all excited about this one. Uh, it, it looks like it's going to be great. So we're going to hop right into it. We're going to test this out here. So if you're watching on YouTube or as you listen, if you hear some mistakes here or there, which are kind of usual, but 
if you hear some other random mistakes, it's because I'm trying to share this with everybody so we can watch it at once and hit all the key points. So let me try to get this going here. And this is the fun part. Oh, I'm going to pause before I do that. Uh, I have a present right here next to me. Scott Rifen, friend of the show, the most listened to man in South Georgia radio. Uh, he was on the show, gosh, just right before Christmas, I believe, with Jimmy Mack from Rebel Force Radio. And he told me that he was being the Oprah of Galaxy's Edge. And he got me an actual, let's see, R6 SNO, so R6 Snow, uh, oh, wow. a holiday uh, Very nice. droid from Galaxy's Edge. So that is really nice. Thank you, Scott. Let's see what else is in here. Ah, looky here. Scott is a huge collector of the comics, and he got oh, a no. Star Wars Weekly form here, which I have never seen. Crisis on the Millennium Falcon. It's uh, literally, you know, we were growing up, they were monthly. So I don't know where this came from. So after the show, I will definitely do some research. But a Star Wars Weekly with Han and Chewie on the front of it, that's pretty cool. And uh, it is from... Goodness gracious, 1979. So right there, still bagged and cardboarded right there. So thank you very much, Mr. Rifen. We appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk here real soon. But now we'll go on to the That's uh, Marvel's UK comic series. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Didn't take long. Encyclopedia. <laughs> Let's try Those to share fails. this screen here. Let's see what happens. Good YouTube episode for you guys out there. Yes. Goodness gracious. All right. You guys ready? Let's see if we can do this. I'm going to. I think that's big enough, right? So we can keep us all on the screen. Yes. Yeah. So um, I have the sound turned off on this, but it's got the the uh, subtitles down there. So we're going to start and just watch this. And we've all got notes. You guys just tell me. Stop. Whatever. Whenever you want to. With something comes up you have questions about, we're going to start into Mandalorian Season 3 trailer, which was only, I think, a minute, yeah, a minute and 40 seconds long. So uh, let's see how long we drag this out for a minute and 40 seconds. Here we go, Season 3 Mandalorian. And I don't know who's walking out there. Is that just a bunch of Mandos? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, if you look right there. Right here? Uh, go back one scene. Sorry, I, I should have been faster. I didn't realize it was this quick. Uh, here we go, Alfie. Okay. Uh, right there, the um, uh, you can see the emblem for Clan Eldar, that was in, uh, think Clone Wars. Right here. Yeah. Okay. It uh, looks like a kind of like a tiger, kind of design. Ooh, yeah. Actually, I think it would have been Rebels, too, because they bowed to Bo-Katan when she got the Darksaber. Okay. I, I, this is the tidbits I want. I will tell you, growing up, and uh, Alpha, you saw that from the retro FET stuff that you've been collecting. I loved you know, how many different FET combinations, Boba FET mm -hmm. combinations, were back in the 70s and early 80s. And, and seeing these guys in these Mando suits like this reminds me of that right away. The comic book version the holiday special version, the draw, you know, the the um, the toy version, all of them coming out looking a little bit different. So, I think it's great that we're bringing this all together. Now, you mentioned that they they bowed to Bo Katan. 
so where we stand now and going into season three, would these Mandos be considered allies of Mando or enemies because they're looking out for Bo-Katan? What do we but think? he has a Darksaber now, so I mean, I, I don't want to be the bad guy here, but I mean, Bo-Katan doesn't really have a whole lot to stand on anymore. Which I, true. is something to think about. Are we going to get any backstory on how Moff Gideon got the Darksaber from Bo-Katan? Or how she survived the Purge? I think yeah, we're going to go I'm pretty deep. Both of those, and then from where we left off in Season 2, we're kind of at a standstill with Bo-Katan and Mando. Like, what happens post-credits after Luke Skywalker takes Grogu? <laughs> you right. turn around, and they're like, all right, well... That's... Uh, one dynamic I really like and I'm looking forward to this season because all of season two, she preached this whole, you know, hierarchy of the Mandalorians and what it meant to have the dark saber. Does she really believe that or does she only believe it if she has it? Good questions. I, I did like just to throw this out there. I did like going into the Monday night football game that they had Giancarlo Esposito doing the intro to Monday night football. So you I missed Moff, that. Yeah, Moff. Yeah, Gideon it was pretty good. It in. Yeah, I thought that was really good. A lot of Star Wars ties with football here recently. John Williams did a Star Wars esque intro to the College Football National Championship. Uh, Giancarlo now Mando on Monday Night Football. You got uh, Carl Weathers was tweeting about Monday Night Football like crazy, telling everybody to watch it for the for the trailer. So a lot of crossover there at the House of Mouse. Okay, did you see his tweet today? Yes. There's do you D Doc, do you think that was a, a slip of the tongue or something uh, that he didn't realize the implications of what he said? Uh, yeah, I read it before it, I, I read it and he called it the Star Wars multiverse. And right away Ooh. everything just blew up because now everyone's like, Does that include does that include the EU now? Like everyone's like, you know, multiverse has to be a word that's thrown around there. Uh, or, or he's watched a lot of Marvel recently. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see if it's still yeah. up here. I think it is. While you're looking for that, I'll hit play. Yep. So yep. Hold on. Sorry. You're fine. 20, well, it was from yeah Monday night. Come on, y'all. This Mandalorian poster is too cool. Love being part of the Star Wars multiverse. March 1, 2023, baby. And then... Let's see if somebody said. No, he didn't reply to anybody about it, but yeah, still up. Interesting. I guess so. They'll they'll go with it, right? So that's look. Hey, just so you know, someone here on the uh, YouTube, the old YouTube, we got seventy one Easter eggs in <laughs> in this minute and forty seconds. So uh, you put that together, Alfie? No, <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I've watched some of that guy's stuff. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Okay, so we go on to the next scene. Mando's showing up right in the middle of, of these different Mandalorians here. I love the white helmets, the orange helmet. You could almost get T-Bob in there with the uh, LSU helmet that he's got. <laughs> now, going there. there's uh, a lot of people very upset about his rangefinder being bent. Really? Uh, yes. I've read a lot of comments about that today. If we're going to be that petty, but I don't know, maybe there's a reason why. But is, is it or are they upset just because of like lack of, of detail? Or yeah. What? yeah, yeah, 
Well, I mean, look at the cave around him. Do you know how many times I would hit my head on a rock walking around in that helmet? He probably just bumped it on something and bent it. That's all. Exactly. And now these two guys behind him kind of have the night owls look to them. I don't really see the insignia, but more the slim. Yeah. 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 That screams Lord of the Rings to me. Yeah, I see that. A lot lot of capes. Very elvish. The, the, The slanted kind. Lucasfilm logo as always. Okay, we've got Ma- we got Mando and Grogu going along in the na- the souped up Naboo starfighter here. So I got to say as a as a huge fan of IndyCar I get some major IndyCar vibes from the 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 Naboo starfighter with the way that the cockpit is, how they souped it up, how it just freaking absolutely flies. It's very very cool. It gets me gets me revved up. And I, I did, yes, that was on purpose. Uh, <laughs> revved up. I, I, I like that. Um, I, I like again going back to the starfighter, the Naboo starfighter. You're taking something that's happening post Return of the Jedi here and wrapping, like we talked about last season, wrapping something from the prequels back in. Uh, yes, making changes to it, but yeah, Alfie, you've said it before. How many of those old Naboo starfighters are still sitting around in boxes right. that they can repurpose right now? repaint right yeah it just kills me watching this trailer that there is not a a toy of this yeah 100 mm-hmm. so percent. I, I don't mean oh, a Lego. 250 dollar black series or anything just you know just like what we had yep agreed agreed um so look so he's going back to uh navarro, navarro right so he's landing here we're gonna see um Walking through town, damn, that's had quite the uplift, man. Yeah, since they since they changed things up and grief carga took to, took over, this place is cleaned up. They still have the Kowakian, uh monkey lizards around, though. Yeah, they're not <laughs> in uh, cages though, like season one. Yeah, not eating that bad dude. He's up there just no. living free, loving life, living his best life. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we see anything in here. Is that R five behind them, or is that a different droid? Do we know? It's kind of hard to tell, but it is an R5 unit, looks like. Yeah, this place has cleaned up quite a bit. And you know what? Just being in Positano last fall kind of reminds me of a little uh, little town like that. So it's, it's pretty cool, pretty nice. Here comes Grief looking all dapper. And then there's the leg of the uh, IG-11, right? Mm-hmm. IG-11? IG-11 with the Stormtrooper helmets. Oh, wow, that's sweet. Yeah, the statue, that was cool. Yeah, meeting right out there in front. Always look at look at Grief coming out with the show, man. Got the gold cape on. Looking nice. Pulling a little Lando stuff yeah. right here. Do you think he walked out to living in America? <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to say we should do a big crossover where he does living in Navarro. Oh, Joey. You need to tweet that to Carl right now. Get that thing going. He would love that. Are you kidding me? Okay, now this one right here. Sorry, it stopped on a bad spot. Um, we've got Mando and Grogu going through some serious, serious weather uh, in the Starfighter. Uh, is anybody else thinking? I, I know Alfie threw it out there, and it was on my notes. Are, are we looking at him trying to retrace some things before he goes back to mandalore and this is a trip to camino to kind of get some of his roots and things like that is this where he's going 
Hmm. You know, well, I'm trying to. So in the timeline right now, because of the Bad Batch, mm-hmm. Camino, from what we saw in Bad Batch season one, I mean, what Dude, what would yeah. really be left of Camino in that whole in that whole place? Doctor Pershing in season one, even though it's destroyed, he was wearing a Camino uniform. It's true. Yeah, and there's not much left of Mandalore, but he's he's going to go back there, right? I mean, I I just I think it would be great. We talked about with Book of Boba Fett how we wanted to see like some backtracking, looking at historical things, kind of tracing his roots to get to where he is. But maybe Mando's doing that in his place, right? Maybe he's going to see Mandalore. He's going to see Camino. They're going to find out things about about. Uh, Gosh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Boba's Django dad. Fett? Django, thank you. Um, I just it just popped into my head. Um, I don't know, but well, I uh, guess if you look like, yeah, I mean, well, from what we know, with what they're trying to do with Baby Yoda, not only in Mandalor Mandalorian, but Bad Batch, from what they left off with, where there's all that we we have this weird kind of atmosphere around cloning right yep. and we know the end result from rise of skywalker uh with with what they were trying to do there with palpatine so yeah maybe maybe they are trying to go back and see the origin of cloning and the clone army and and what the comedian what would you say commit commitment yeah what they were doing uh, they're in some sort of weather. I don't know. Could be on four sixty five. The uh, first, the first thing when it first happened, I thought Dagobah, right? It just because Luke, when I saw him going through, it was the fog, the, the X wing going through the fog, going down to Dagobah. But then I started thinking, where else are we seeing this kind of rain and everything? So let, let's see where we go here. If you notice too, R five is in the droid socket. Yeah. Yes. So. The the armorer is back, and just like those other um, Mandos, she's got those eyes that that aren't. It's not a T visor, right? She's got the eyes that kind of bend and go off on their own like that. Um, so to have the armorer back, that's great. Emily Swallow, um, who has still got the open invitation to be on the show, I've reached out to her a number <laughs> of times. Um, See, it, I, I got another thing to yeah. expand on the dark saber, you know. We're talking about Bo-Katan and how she's going to react. Think back in, in the book of Boba Fett, the armor never gave any acknowledgement whatsoever to what Din Djarin having the dark saber meant. In fact, she cast him out. Yeah, that's I'm interested to see this come back. You're exactly right because she kind of was the one who said, "You're worthless. You're not. You're not worthy. Right. You shouldn't." And it really drug him down because he felt like he was doing these good things, but. Uh, to see her back and now to see what the relationship's like after she's done that ought to be interesting. And you're right. She should have been saying, Hey, you've got the dark saber. You're kind of in charge. So, um, so real quick, um, Alfie, you mentioned somewhere in the notes, is she making armor for Grogu? That was one of your things when we saw, it just reminded me when the armor came up. Do we have that coming later on or is this related to it right here? I don't know. I mean, who else would she be making armor for? Where does she? What is she making armor from? Um, so far, we've only seen Din Djarin bring back Beskar, and that was when he was a bounty hunter. 
So I don't know. Maybe she's repurposing something. Maybe she's on Mandalore. <clears throat> no. Maybe it'd be like, you know, a video game where the person sends you on the quest and when you get to the end, they're waiting on you. So I mean, she's got a pool of of metal there too. Like she's she's got a freaking ladle. Like, so <laughs> she might be I mean, is is she is she on Mandalore now? Is she off of that ring that that he saw her at? Like where where is she at in this? Maybe he goes back and visits that halo looking ring or whatever that he was at in Book of Boba Fett, I guess. Either way, she's about to make some armor because that's hot uh hot metal in there. I'll she, she, dip, she was ahead. dipping it looked like she was dipping like baby Yoda's little ball that he likes, right? Hmm. I didn't even notice that. Let it looked me, like some uh, sort of ball or something. I don't know. Let me take it right back to that. And let's hit play again. Was yeah, that so that's the ladle. Yeah. Yeah. That's like what it used to be like when you would do like cast iron um drain lines and you would melt uh hot lead and use the ladle to scoop it out and pour it in for uh, lead and uh oakum. Little plumbing uh, references in Star Wars. I love it. <laughs> Looks like they're in a cave of some sort. Yeah, she's in a cave because they're sitting there both watching her right now. So Grogu and, and Mando are watching her with, with her ladle and uh, see what magic she can make with her metal there. So um, another thing that was brought up that we might as well talk about now, besides the ship sighting we're going to see, no Bo-Katan in this. Now, she was in the Sizzle trailer, yeah, but right. she wasn't in this one at all. Is there any, any reference to that? Any reason why you think she wouldn't as just, hey, we already we already showed she's going to be a big part of it, and now we're going to show other things. That would be my guess. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Mando and Grogu both watching her. Uh, we go on to the next thing. Okay. That so shot's crazy. This is the destroyed Mandalore, correct, Alfie? Right. This, whatever the name, I can't think of the name of the city. The night of, is this the night of the thousand tears or is it different? This is just the purge, is what it's called. The night of a thousand tears is when it was destroyed. Okay, that's what I'm saying. This is related to that. Yeah, yeah. this is this would be him. It looks like it's him going back to Mandalore, and okay. it's just you know they they he's been warned from the beginning that that plant you know Fett said they turned that planet to glass. Uh, Mando said that uh, planet's cursed, and anybody who goes there dies. Somebody, somebody, Google the city before we look stupid, because I know we've heard it a hundred times, and it's. Um, I I just don't want to forget that while we're watching here, but it's a gorgeous view. I mean, that's absolutely awesome. You oh. would think that Sundari. Okay, so this happened after the prequels, before the original trilogy. And here we are after the original trilogy, and the city is still a complete smoldering mess. Well, oh. if you think back on Rebels, outside of the city, it was kind of a deserty area. Yes, it was. Well, we'll we shall see. I, I think that you guys mentioned in the talk a lot. The visuals on this entire show look absolutely great. I mean, they look movie quality in everything we're seeing so far. So that that's definitely a thumbs up on my end. I do we think they're using the volume less and only in certain spots when they need it now that 
COVID's over, they're able to do a little bit more wide open things with this. I think I they're just yeah. really good with it. Yeah, and just the fact that you know they've seen that <laughs> there's a lot of success and a lot of money in the Mandalorian, so hopefully they're you know dumping a little bit more of that investment back into it. So. Alrighty. Yeah, I could let I could let someone borrow tools, you know, for another show. It doesn't mean <laughs> you know they're gonna use them the the right way. Like you gotta look at it like that. I feel like these guys, when it comes to the Mandalorian, because honestly, I was I last night right after this trailer, I went to book a Boba Fett and put on the Mando episodes, and those had much better quality than book of boba fett episodes did so it's like it felt like they almost like slid in the a team for those mando episodes <laughs> as far and, as visuals go and yeah and i and i will say this we're gonna get a we're gonna get a bad batch tomorrow and those visuals on that show are yeah. incredible they're movie like for a for an animated series so uh, they're they're bringing their a game okay so r5 Hey, we get uh, Pelimoto, the Pit Droid, Pelimoto. and R five all sending uh, or sending them off on on their way. I love the Pelimoto's now kind of a regular character. Does she have a figure, by the way? Does anybody yeah, know? Pretty sure. Okay, Alfie would know better, obviously, but I I feel like I've seen it somewhere. Alfie Pelimoto, I haven't been paying attention. We have a fi action figure of Pelimoto. Mm, no. They haven't made you haven't no, seen any or they no. haven't made any? Okay. No. See, if if this was nineteen seventy eight, you'd have three different varieties of Pelimotos right now. So but Yeah, and some people are pretty harsh on Pelimoto. I, I don't I can't remember where you guys all stand, but I, I see some people online complaining about how she takes me out of it and she's kind of blah blah blah. And I'm like, she's a quirky, goofy garage shop owner you know i mean she is what she is like i think she's funny yeah character like grew her. on me i think i think she should be on the front of a christmas card <laughs> yeah uh, you're right alfie the first uh i was doing amanda rewatch and the first time we came across her i was like all right shut the hell up but then more and more i was like okay that you know it makes sense for what she's doing <laughs> Yeah, I think I think she's turned into a good character. I think people like her across the board. A little shot of the money. Okay, let's go back to that real quick. Yeah. Um. And there. What 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 we got going on here? Is this the end of uh, Return of the Jedi revisited here with all the fireworks and everything like that? What? Anybody have any clue on what's going on there where Mando's leaving some place and lots of explosions or fireworks are going on? Life day? <laughs> Life day, Dad? Um, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I, yeah. Isn't that the holiday in Star Wars? It is. It is. Yeah, I mean, maybe they also, maybe they celebrate the the um, destruction of the, the Death Star and stuff once a year, like 4th of July almost. You know, like, <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, across I, the universe. Maybe it's Imperial Day. Oh, that's become a New Republic holiday. You know, that's you just cool. blend holidays together, right? Yeah, makes both sides happy. Okay, oh, at least it's a good shot. Looks good. It looks really good. Okay, March first. All right, hey we're now. gonna chorus on here, boys. Hey now, 
hold on a second before we get into this shot. Uh, you don't have to move it at all, but if you watch the Disney Plus trailer, there is no on March 1st. Oh. There's the shot of the Star Destroyers in the docking base on whatever planet this is. Star Destroyers, really? I sent it to the group text. Yes, yes, that's yeah. right. I saw that. Okay. Um. Okay, so it's right after Return of the Jedi, or within five years. The New Republic's gonna re re you know they're gonna acquire those Star Destroyers, so that would make sense, right? They're just gonna yeah. use that equipment, just like they make them into the Starhawks, right? You know better than me. D Doc, so. did you play Squadrons? Nope, uh, that's the one Star Wars game I did not play actually because I got a little too dizzy playing it. <laughs> All I know is it's pretty cool, and seeing if we assume this is, and it could be, as we mentioned, it could be Chandrilla, Hazian uh, Prime, wherever they move the capital to, right? But it's got a good Coruscant feel about it. It looks so, a little, yeah. Like it looks a little bit more compact to where like it looks and it looks like we're kind of looking at a main like street level almost or I, I don't know from from my view right there in the middle right it, whereas Coruscant I feel like everything is so vertical and you have to go way down before you're even close to that so maybe yeah maybe it's not but maybe it does yeah, yeah it does it screamed Coruscant to me when I first saw it but but it it could be one of those other two since the capitals moved. To, to those places, you know, and they're not built up like Coruscant. They they might have a large city, you know, but it, it might not be as deep as Coruscant. So uh, good call on the street level there. I, I hadn't even paid attention to that. And is that the Pershing right there? Yeah, that's yeah. Dr. Pershing. Okay. So Dr. Pershing's going along in a car being driven by a droid. Um... I'm trying to see if there's anything else because right now we have, uh, I forget his name, guys. Hit me. Guys, back. This guy. Yeah. Carson Tiva. Yeah, Carson Tiva's back, wearing a very much like Poe Dameron jacket right there. And does the New Republic have like a Top Gun school or aces <laughs> or something? Because yeah, that without that patch in the front, that's the mm -hmm. jacket that Poe Dameron wore in the Last Jedi. Okay. Yeah, and so what was he saying here? It's like basically there's something going on out there much bigger yeah. than you could. By the time you yeah. you react, it'll be too late. Yeah. And is he telling that to Mando or is he telling somebody else? It doesn't seem like why would it be Mando's responsibility? Uh-uh. He's telling somebody in the military there or in the leadership. Mon He's telling Cara Doom. She's back. Yeah. We could only wish. It'd be okay. nice to get like a Crix Medine to come back. Whatever happened to him after Jedi? I, he probably got a nice little haircut, and um, he did have a swell haircut. Yeah, he had a good haircut in Return of the Jedi. And wasn't his beard fake? Didn't they have to tape or glue his beard on? That wasn't real, yeah. like in filming. I think that's right. right. Okay. Um, and you know, speaking of that, we even had a General Medine action figure, which all he did was mm -hmm. speak for a moment. And he gave him a nice little baton, and yeah, all of his uh, action scenes were deleted. 
Were there original action scenes of, yeah. of General Maydeen in Return of the Jedi? He was on a uh, Calamarian cruiser. Wow. Okay. The Book of Alfie Strikes Again. Hmm. Oh, okay, so we don't know if that was him talking directly to him or if that was just another snippet going somewhere else. I think the shot of Mando is him approaching Bo-Katan um, sitting on the throne or whatever. Remember, you have that long shot where he's walking down the... See those corridors behind him? Huh. Yep, that looks like that. It, it does look like the Mandalore where uh, where Bo and her sister used to hang out with uh, Darth Maul. Right there, that big hallway. Mm-hmm. Good call. Good call. And is he wearing a cape? I'm trying to see. He's got his cape on. So. Got his cape yeah. on. Grogu's over to his left, back there in the back, yeah. float, hey, little guy. floating along. Um, so this right here, when I originally watched this, Alfie, the reason I put up clone tubes mm-hmm. in our in our text green because, light. Yes, I was I was watching on my phone, and so I I saw I saw green, and I saw things kind of like laid out, and I thought, is this is he like back on Camino and seeing the remnants of the clone tubes? there or something like that i wasn't sure and with green maybe it was underwater kind of a feel that's why i threw that out there but i couldn't even begin to tell you what what this is right here unless you guys i think you're on the right track because he's supposed to be looking for the springs of mandalore right doesn't he have to go to the springs in the mines that were underneath the city of mandalore yes kind of go get baptized i i think so yeah that's what the armor says to him on uh, ring planet you know you need to go you need to travel to the depths of whatever and you know to 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 redeem yourself or whatever okay well so you, you might yeah, there we go he might be down in the in the underground springs right now so the green grotto now these helmets this is another question i had uh, somebody's pulling up these old mandalore helmets which i just butchered completely um But are we thinking this is where the purge happened and they're just digging these up and, and seeing like some historical artifacts here? I would imagine so. Because they look pretty much covered in ash right there. Another cool shot with that lighting coming through on the. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Is anybody else ready to have T Bob come on and talk about this when Mando comes back <laughs> out? He's going to be. Always. Yeah, he'll be living it. The visor design on that is very similar to his design, you know, unique to his design, how his has that sharp curve inside, you know, like his, yeah. if you look at his visor and Boba Fett's, like they're different. Their jawline. Yeah. It, it does have a very similar design to his, but it's smaller. It's, I guess it's a, a kid. Uh, if you look, oh. it's in his hand, like. It does look tiny. Could be like a, uh. What are like they called? Kid the, the kids ones. What were they called? A foundling. Could be like a foundling's helmet where he's because they look at it in his hand. It doesn't look that big, does it? Could be. It could be. You know, destroy. It could be half of it. A little in the in the wreckage or something. If it's, I don't know. It'd take a lot, obviously, if it's Beskar. But no, that's a cool yeah. shot, though. I do like it. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Four Jedi facing a door in the Jedi Temple. 
we got the flashback during Book of Boba Fett when Luke and Grogu are, you know, doing the mind meld there. Alfie, you're thinking this is the opposite view. This is a different angle of this from what we saw before. Probably earlier, you know, 20, 30 seconds before what we've already seen. Okay. A more complete memory. So the complete memory from Grogu. Yeah. Because in the next shot, or maybe it was the previous one, you can see the lightsabers reflecting in his eyes. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Went, it went right uh. from into this. Okay, so are we thinking that that could be one hundred percent, Mister Anakin coming through that door? Yeah, I would. I would agree. What a way to bring him back in! You brought him in in, in Kenobi. He's going to have that angry look with the scar on his face and be coming through and chopping people up. I... Now, my next two questions, and I'm sure your guys' are as well, is who are these four Jedi? And who is the one or somebody else that's not in that shot who takes Grogu and saves him? Let me respond to that real quick. Why does somebody have to take Grogu and save him? Everyone assumes that he gets away, but Ahsoka said his memory goes, or his memory and his life go dark right after this. So you're thinking Anakin does come through with them? Or the clones? Yeah, I think so. I think he goes to the mountain. To the mountain. From the bat, the end of the Bad Batch season one, oh, Wait, uh, Mount Pantis, yeah, ah, and that's why they keep trying to go back to him for more tissue samples, blood samples. Yeah, and it's something yeah. I brought up before. If you think back to the first episode of The Mandalorian, who was it that took Rogu, and why? How did he get in that building with the what was it like a Nick Two gang or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, he wouldn't be just sitting around for thirty years, right? Right, Doing nothing. And Moff Gideon, when he captures him, you know, remarks at how much stronger he's gotten, but that he and Moff Gideon knows that when he uses the Force, he gets tired. Hmm. This is why this is a damn good show. <laughs> I ne- I never thought about it, but what one thing I will say is what we're seeing, I think, play out with all these series and everything with Mandalorian especially is the exact opposite of what we saw play out with the production ideas planning of the sequel trilogy. You're having all these shots come together, you're having all these storylines connect, these dots come together. It's amazing what happens when you do that. <laughs> Well, and if you think about it, in a short amount of time, you had, what, like four shows that were in different stages of production. So who's to say when they shot this, they didn't make a longer sequence and said, hey, could I know Hayden's working on Ahsoka. Is he available? You know, or so-and-so available or whoever, you know, for a few hours. If you're going to dress Hayden Christensen up once as Lord Vader, why not, you know, a few hours more? I mean, yeah. when they were making the prequels, didn't they do that with, with Palpatine? And and uh, didn't they have him come back and film some scenes for the the re 
yeah redone up original trilogy the, uh dvd release of yeah. the special editions yeah i mean it makes makes a lot of sense i mean you got tim morrison who's in like nine shows now you got hayden christensen bouncing around you might you might as well use them up while they're there um yeah. so here we've got we're assuming like bo ship being chased it's, by some tie interceptors it's definitely yeah a, a, a gauntlet class i think is a, a fang gauntlet Okay. This is some great action scenes right here. You you mentioned before, Alfie, like if Andor has this scene right here, you know, you, you, these kind yeah. of scenes, you you you're look at that. That's going through that. That's like that's pod totally, racing. Yeah, on that's steroids. definitely a tie interceptor. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's just a great scene. The wing touching the water down there in the middle of that canyon. Yeah, that's some good stuff right there. A little more pew-pews, a little more explosions. Like Beggar's Canyon back home. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, so we had, yeah. we had... Oh, there we go. Is that that same ship? Yeah. No. That is not bo ship. Okay. It's similar, but that's more like the uh, uh, gauntlet fighters that were in Rebels, which I don't... Bo-Katan has her own version of it. So I had a crazy thought uh, recently re-watching this. What if that's Grogu flying that ship? Because <laughs> one of the first lines that um, one of the first lines that Mando says to him is he said um, you know, part of being a Mandalorian is learning to navigate the galaxy like so you're never lost or something like that. Like, And he's like kind of showing him around and like training him now. He loves being in the ship and everything. I'm just like, what if he's freaking in a ship flying it? Like, who says he can't? I don't know. Well, if you remember, before it said March 1st, you saw Grogu's hand go up and grab a, a handle in a ship. Did you see that real quick? Right I before... didn't catch it. Yeah, it looked like he hit the, the afterburner button yeah. in the yeah. in one. Yeah, it looked like he went up and hit hit something on the on the panel there. Yeah. So, you, you know, D-Doc, you might be right. We might be seeing... Little baby Grogu showing off his Jedi abilities and uh, and flying ships. So, okay. We got a mm -hmm. droid bar here? What do we have? It looks like a droid bar. But what would droids drink at a bar? It's true. Lubricants, oil, spoiled oil. <laughs> Antifreeze. Are there droid pickup lines? They, they were both showing each other tasers there, it looked like, back and forth. <laughs> Mando and the and the bartender. Okay, let's take a quick glance. I see two battle, three battle droids. One, mm -hmm. two, three. Um, this chromed out freaking night version of this R2 unit or whatever right here. That yeah, looks right here. like R2-D2 right there. Yes, that does look like R2, the one back towards yeah. the middle. Um, then that droid back there at the far left was in A New Hope, that style droid. I think it's a... This one. CX3, I think. He was in the uh, Jawa Sand. He was in the Sandcrawler, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Which I understand there's thousands of the same droid, but we always like to pick out what we recognize. So we got a blacked out Chrome R2. This guy right here looks familiar from either the prequels or the Clone Wars or. That screams to me a uh, Macquarie. Uh... Yeah. yeah. I saw a drawing today that looks yeah. a lot like that. Okay. 
So yeah, Alfie, you said it. It goes from a place where they're, you know, we don't want your kind here to where they're they're having their own <laughs> bar. So that's absolutely awesome. And they also look like live prop uh, battle droids as well. You know, like uh, along with everything else. Which yeah. uh, have we really seen that actually? Like, I mean, were all the battle droids CGI'd? I. I... The only battle droid I actually remember seeing, like, being a real physical one was that one that George showed Steven Spielberg. Exactly what I was thinking. And was like, yeah, Jedi cut through them like butter. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like the stormtroopers in this movie. Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Oh, this this scene right so here. Cool. Forget about it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that that's just... That's just completely badass stuff right there. And is that whoa, Paz? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Okay. It's like IG 11 statue gets messed up. I don't, that's not it down there anywhere. I don't no. see it anywhere. There's the stormtrooper helmet. Yeah. And you can see the rebar on. where it was at. Damn, that sucks. I think, it, just my opinion, I think it looks like it was removed. So this is Navarro where they're dropping it mm -hmm. in this scene. Yeah. And I always thought this was on Mandalore when I was watching mm -mm. the trailer for it. Damn. Then you got Paz Vizsla right there. If does that is that him, Paz Vizsla? Yep. Paz Vizsla's thick the, boy. The Fabro character. Yeah. That that's just good looking action scenes right there. Just seeing that come through. Those guys jump out and then come down and start fighting like this. Pretty that cool. needs to be the next ride at Galaxy's Edge. Take you up one of those, just drop you like drop zone. Mm. Okay, hold on a second. Somebody gun smoked somebody in the background here, and I didn't see who it was. Okay, so that's not Mando. Nope. And but it's got jetpack. Looks very much like a Boba Fett jet jetpack from old school right there. Alfie, do we have any insight as to who that is? It looks like the color scheme from the ones he was with at the be, uh, beginning of the trailer. Okay. Um, and then this right there, that do you see that shot going on the back? Yeah. yeah. It, it almost looked like, what's her name from Book of Boba Fett? Phoenix Shand. Yeah. Uh, no. it, the helmet kind of It's kind of got a Sabine Wren type look to it, but they're not wearing armor. Uh, yeah. Unless they have that. And she's got like a kilt thing going on. Yeah. It does look like her color on the top of her helmet right there. And and what alien race is that that they're shooting? Because both both guys on the ground look the same. Trandoshan? Looks mm -hmm. like. Those kind of look like Trandoshans, but the one that falls in front of the window here in a second looks like a Nictu. Yep. Mm. Trandoshans and Nikto. So, or Nikto, whatever. <laughs> hey, hey. The Frick family. Let's go. Hello, Fricks. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to see maybe, you know, I mean, this is um, 30, 25 years before the sequel trilogy. And we're seeing a little Babu Frick action right here. If not him, close family members. So that's pretty cool. And everybody loved that character, I think. Uh, and they were good at working on droids. Yep. They were. We have a missing droid now, don't yes. we? Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> so baby Grogu and his little his little uh Pram. Pram, yeah, coming out. And here comes this weird guy. Oh, come on. How did I just barely miss that? I wanted to catch it right when he jumped in. Do we have any idea what this thing is right here, Alfie? No, but it looks like it has four eyes and is wearing clothes. Um, didn't the walrus man have one variety of walrus man with two eyes and one with four eyes? Didn't didn't they talk about that? How there were mm. different versions of the what are those called? Um walrus man has a name. Aqualish? Uh, the Aqualish. So it looks like he's going to have to fight his way out. He just tosses him using the force. He's got some weird, ugly toes. Some webbed feet looking. Yeah. And he dropped something, too. I, I, I don't know that it looked like a pistol, but. Let's go back something and green. see real quick. A little bit farther, Dev. Ah. Uh... It looks like a blaster in his right hand. Yeah. Okay. Almost looks like a needler from Halo, if you ever played that. It was, oh. yeah. Looks like a blaster laying there next to him. Odd-looking character right there, but that's okay. You know what? Star Wars, in my opinion, needs more aliens. We need to spruce up the alien market compared to what they've been doing in the sequel trilogy. Same kind of aliens all the time in that thing. Give me, give me some variety here. Same with Andor. That thing looks like Predator. Okay. Yeah, if you go to the first shot of it, it looks like Mando is laying on the ground behind it. Behind the guy on the ground? Yeah, watch when now when the creature jumps down. See, look right there. Oh, damn. Yeah, it looks like he's like yeah. stuck up against the... Oh, damn. It's like he's got knocked out right there. He needs, he needs Grogu to come save the day. Okay, I was hoping they'd get him a little bit on that angle too, but no. He, let's face it. He does save. He does save his behind a few times so far. They kind of do it both. You know, both ways. Yeah. Watching, watching back. I'm like, yeah, there's a few co close calls for Grogu that Mando came through on. Um. So. Yeah that that was the minute and forty seconds, and let's face it, some of it was words and things like that. Um. Let's see. I had Grogu and the creature. There we go. We got that. Um. Scientist uh, Pershing on, on Coruscant or Shandrilla or Hazian Prime. We hit that. What are some things we didn't hit in there that um, that were obvious misses? Things we didn't catch on to or anything like that? Alfie, any Easter eggs besides the guy on YouTube had 71 of them? <laughs> uh, I think I've gone over everything I picked out. Um, I'm curious to see why the you know why is he gathering Mandalorians to take to Navarro? Yeah, how are they going to balance that? The it seems like he's got to be in Mandalore, figure out that situation, but also Navarro needs some help again. What's going on there? Yeah, it's a good point. There's a lot going on, and frankly, I love it. I think 
I think it's better when we're weaving all these stories together, all these storylines together. Um, it can be for a while. But I think, you know, when you get into six or seven seasons of a show, the storylines get way too big and there's too many of them. And say with this show, how is it going to balance an over arcing story between each episode with different characters and their stories and still have that feel of the gunslinger of the week. I, I don't think, I don't think really like the show. Is this show really going to go that long though? I mean, wouldn't you think four or five seasons would, would cap it off? I I think, you know, um, I hate to bring it up again, but I think this will be very close to a Marvel formula, maybe four or five seasons but mando will continue to show up in the other series that start when the star wars avengers get together yeah yeah no i agree and i think you know if you if you do it right and you do four or five seasons of mando three or four seasons of ahsoka if needs be you might only need a couple two or three seasons of ahsoka um you know um the skeleton crew which i think you know again you're going into that show with... Is that even happening anymore? I thought that was a total shit show. No, Skeleton Crew will be out end of 2023. The one with well, Jude Law? i somewhere that the production the, 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 the production staff was... That is correct. Having issues. It was a very grueling shoot. It had a lot of issues personnel-wise. But as far as the finished product, it is still almost complete and on schedule. Yeah, I, I saw it was supposed to release by the end of 2023. So, um, and they they finished filming last fall, right? Skeleton Crew, I think, wraps up next month. Oh, I thought it was already done filming. No. Okay. Well, I mean, so... And Ahsoka is, if... we don't have a date on that yet, but we're, we're looking like summer, or are people speculating that? Um, Mando starts March 1st. How many episodes will it be? Eight? Eight. If it goes eight, that's March and April. So May 4th could fit for a new series to start right then and there. Um, But outside of Bad Batch, Mando, Ahsoka, and Skeleton Crew, that's the only things I've seen correct for this year. Visions 2, but... Visions 2, yeah. Ahsoka is still just showing as released in 2023. No date. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no way they're going to want that big of a gap to go as far as live action Star Wars goes, though, because if you look at last year, I mean, you had was Book of Boba Fett the first live action series of last year? Was that was that last year? Was that Mm -hmm. 21? It was the premiered like on the 30th or something of December. Okay. And then it took us until mid-February or what, I think. And then we had a gap, right? And that, yeah, I, we had a gap from that to Kenobi mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend. Which did we have any animation between those two? I don't think so, actually. No, I think we had a good gap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, twenty one. Hopefully, it's not like we get Mando like here in the beginning of the year, and then it's just like six months without live action star, seven months, and then it's like we get Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew like right at the end of the year. I don't know how many episodes each one of those are, but if it makes sense for them to be each be like eight episodes, then you're going March and April, 
with Mando, maybe May and June with Ahsoka if you want anything to do with May 4th. If you don't, you can go, you know, June, July, whatever. But every couple months, you, you know, you'd have a new thing starting. Um, but uh, look, I, I think we all had our question marks on um, Book of Boba Fett. We all had our question marks on uh, Kenobi. Um, there were some big hits and there were some misses on those shows. Um, but I think the production of these, of this looks great. The production of Andor looked great. There were some misses on timing and pace and things like that. But overall, a good story just could have been tightened up a little bit. But, you know, it, it, it cracks me up that Mando, we had no idea what to expect when they announced this. Joey, was it 2019 when you and I were going to the the convention? And that's when... Yeah, April 2019 in Chicago. Yeah, and they announced that, and we were like, we have no idea what to even expect from this. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, it just blew everybody away, right? I mean... You're just like, well, Favreau, you know, I mean, it should be... And there you go. <laughs> Has there been a... We haven't had, it like, an Ahsoka teaser or anything, have we? Did it get leaked from one of the conventions or... Uh, it has been leaked, but it's not very good quality. Yeah. There's been a few high definition pictures that have been released, and then in a Disney Plus trailer, there were a few seconds of Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew. And Acolyte yeah, not... right now, I see like the Ahsoka with Harrison Dula. Mm -hmm. That's really all we've seen, right? Sabine, and then got... Sabine looking Sabine. at her painting. See, I think what's going to be interesting for those shows is to rope in the other. Like, I have a buddy who like loves Star Wars. He'll watch The Mandalorian, all that stuff. Has never watched a lick of animation. So, like, mm -hmm. when Ahsoka showed up, you know, he's just like, "Who's this girl? She's pretty badass." And I'm like, "You should watch the animated shows." And he's just like, "No, nah, I won't do that." Like, there's mm -hmm. people out there who just oh, yeah. won't do it. So. You know, it's funny because like that first trailer was Bo-Katan heavy that we got for Mandalorian. All the fans know who she is. Well, this one's going on, you know, halftime on, you know, uh, playoff football. It's like, let's show all this Mando action and get like the people who are just like, yeah, this looks like an exciting show into it as well. Because my wife saw the uh, trailer. I've tried to get her to watch Mandalorian and she was just oh. like, maybe I will watch that with you. I'm like, I'm ready for a rewatch. <laughs> like, let's do it. She, she's not watched a lick of it. So, so you're I, saying I don't throw all the Mando and baby Yoda in your face with some cool action scenes that gets all the casuals and the non-committed yet. Cause yeah. all of us are going to break down in a minute 40 trailer, no matter what the hell <laughs> for happened. an hour, yeah. but, but there was still like breaking it down like that. There is still so much stuff for like the hardcore fans like us who are looking into this stuff but it, it was an action-packed thing for the guy who's sitting on the couch just like oh, maybe i'll watch that show you know yeah, i don't know sure. well for like sure. i said uh the last episode think of all the people that watch this that didn't watch the book of boba fett mm -hmm. yeah. okay so baby yoda's back how did he get back the show right. ended yeah. with him going off with luke yeah they, all, they almost need to be like hey everybody if you don't watch anything else, watch those two episodes real quick, uh, and or two or three episodes, whatever. And and I'm sure at the very beginning of season three, it'll be you know the I don't know exactly what the text will say or if it'll say anything at all, but 
I'm sure there'll be some sort of co- compilation of the end of season two, that quick bit of book. You know, I feel like there'll be something in there where, where they're like, oh, okay, you, you went and got him from Luke. Like, they, they've been doing a lot of that with, you know, Obi-Wan, where they recap they the did. entire prequel trilogy, you know. They're they're yeah, really right. gonna have to do that for the Ahsoka series. Let's think about that. Like you said, D Doc, some people are just gonna be like, all I know her from is quick snippet in in this, right? In Book of Boba Fett. And, and then they're gonna be having to go all the way back to to uh, Clone Wars to get that. And while I'm a huge animation guy, I I'm I'm loving all the animation that's been going on. I will admit. There's plenty of fluff in there. You know, if you're going to watch the Clone Wars, do it in do it in small sections and and certain key arcs. You don't need to see it all. There's a lot of things where you're like, eh, that did nothing for me. Even in Rebels, while Rebels did a great job keeping it in line, there were still some episodes where you're like, eh, you know. But the overall, you know, storyline really really gets you on both of those. And and I I've, I've been rewatching Bad Batch season 1 and it's it's holding pretty true. I I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing in Bad Batch. There was only one or two fluff that I've seen uh rewatching it. Yeah. So um so leaving this, I mean, let, let's let's cut it here cuz we you know, 1 minute and 40 seconds and we've talked for an hour. Um are we pumped? I know I'm pumped. I think it's going to be better than I'm pumped. I think it's be better than season one and season two, just looking at it right now, all the things coming together. So yeah, yeah I, I mean go ahead, D Doc. All right, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely pumped. I mean, Mandalorian is what brought me. I mean, obviously the sequel trilogies got me extremely excited for Star Wars. I started collecting Lego again and stuff when that happened. <clears throat> and then Mandalorian is what's really what really kept me in it and then starting to listen to this podcast and here I am on it every freaking week for over a year now. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, there's something special about this show. And it's like, to me, it's like the peak of what we're getting with star Wars. I trust the show creators so much. So I'm just, I'm jacked up about it. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. Totally echo that man. It's, you know, I, I never, I never left Star Wars by any means, but it, it definitely is that first thing in my adult life that is really just have felt that connection to. And uh, I'm excited, but also nervous for the emotions that I'll feel this time around with uh, Mando and little baby Yoda. And I have my own little baby Yoda. <laughs> so uh, excited about that. No doubt. All you guys with all these young kids, I tell you, it hits different. It hits it different. I'm telling yeah. you, when 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 he touched the face of uh, Mando when he was leaving, I wept like a freaking baby, man. <laughs> I sat there with tears in my eyes. That's why I told my wife to just let, let me be. I'm shutting the lights off. I'm watching the trailer, uh, the the final uh, episode, and I'm gonna cry in this room by myself. Yeah. Oh, that's God. what happens because it's that connection. You do the shows do hit different when you when you have that fatherly bond with your child. So it's cool. It is. It is. And, and sometimes your kid does podcast with you. So there you see, go. I mean, it's, it, it even lasts that long right there. So um, guys, thanks so much for taking an hour out of your night. Uh, I know all of our wives are probably like, really, don't you guys talk about this enough? You're going to go spend an hour talking about it on, on screen. Well, you know, that's what we do. We're, we're just having fun. Um, 
Thanks again, Joey, for being our special guest tonight. Can't wait to see when this comes out. You and Frankie, him sitting on your lap watching Mandalorian. That's going to be a blast. Um, maybe we'll all watch it together. Maybe I can just sit there and watch you guys take it in. Uh, Alfie, sure. thanks for having Azalea pop in as usual and see no the, the, uh, the Ash from uh, Pokemon show up. D-Doc, I say you ditch that commercial and <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, but guys, gotta finish thanks. it after this. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. You guys have a great evening and be ready to watch Bad Bat tomorrow. And until next time, may the force be with you. Mm-hmm.